Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Today, we are going to talk about the state of Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, that includes its history, where it is now, and where it's going with the recent announcements at the D23 Expo in Anaheim. So that's coming up next. This is the Disney This is the Diz Unplugged, episode number 846 for the week of August 25th, 2015. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, and Adventures by Disney Vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hello again. <laughs> welcome, everybody. Jumbo, welcome to the show. Um... <laughs> messed up my intro a little bit, but that's okay. okay. We are coming to you live from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm Dustin West, your host for this segment, and I am joined at the table by my good friends, Mr. Craig Williams, Jenny Lynn Knopp, Hello. Kathy Whirling, Hi, everybody. and a mustachioed Julie Martin. <laughs> and back in the production nook, manning the controls, is Rhino Clavin. Hey, guys. Hey. What's up? What's up? Oh, geez. How you doing? How's it doing? How's it doing? Well, again, welcome. Today, we want to talk about um, the state of Disney's Hollywood Studios. No, again, it's not seceding from the union. It's not its own state. I was having trouble coming up with a segment this week. I, I really was not sure what we were going to talk about. Some other things I had planned didn't quite go accordingly. And I just thought to myself that, you know, last week we spent the entire new shows talking, a uh, new show talking about the D23 Expo, what news came out of that. And as I was looking on the Diz boards and on the, in both the theme parks area and the, um, the Diz Unplugged podcast uh, forum, I just realized there's a lot of chatter about Disney's Hollywood Studios. As you know, at D23 Expo, just a week ago, they announced that both Star Wars Land, and, or a Star Wars expansion, I should say, and a new Toy Story-themed land would be coming to Hollywood Studios, which is really, really, really going to take over the park as it currently stands. And a lot of people are asking some very important questions on the boards that I want to get to, such as, during this construction phase, will it even be worth going to Hollywood Studios on your vacation? No. Well, <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks. This was a great episode. See you next week. Um, so we want to talk about some of that stuff. But I also kind of want to build up and, and talk about some history with Hollywood Studios and where it has come from, and how has it gotten to the point it's at now, and then moving forward. Um, and I have a handy-dandy printout Ooh. that gives me some uh, information. Um, Disney's Hollywood Studios opened as Disney MGM Studios uh, on May 1st, 1989. And as we have talked several times on the podcast, it was done in many ways as a response to Universal Studios Florida or Orlando Resort opening, and um, it was Disney's uh, answer to that 
to that theme park uh, being announced, and, um, and and they were able to build it in less time than uh, Universal was able to build it, and that's the last time they were able to do something quicker than Universal Studios. <laughs> um, and when it first opened, it looked similar to what it looks like today. Um, some glaring differences in that Sunset Boulevard was not there. Uh, the Hollywood Tower Hotel or Hollywood Tower of Terror. Um, rock and Roller Coaster. Rock and Roller Coaster. That in uh, Beauty and the Beast live on stage. None of that was there. Um, it really was didn't have that many rides when it first opened. I, it had the great movie ride and the backlot tour. The backlot tour. And I am not positive. I'm sure it's somewhere on here. Whether or not Star Tours was open at the time of opening, but no, it, wasn't. it no. opened shortly no. after. Um, there really weren't that many rides, mostly shows, and that was a big thing that Hollywood Studios focused on for the last twenty years, uh, twenty five years has been um, the showbiz yeah. aspect. It had of some things. things that aren't there anymore, like Sounds Dangerous, or but I forget what it was first called. Or it was the, the Monster, Monster Soundstage. <clears throat> yeah, that, Monster that Sound kind of show stuff. with uh, yeah. uh, what's his name. Um, yeah, it was on Saturday Night Live. And uh, then it had extra yeah. things like you could go and watch a taping of the Mickey Mouse Club. Mm-hmm. That- yeah, there were there was the element uh, certainly on Mickey Avenue, and you know where that meets the Animation Courtyard. There were actual sound stages, which has now become uh, Toy Story Mania and Pixar Place. Those were working uh, sound stages. Over the years, they changed from what used to be two distinct themes in Hollywood, which was classic Hollywood and working production Hollywood. Um, when you first came in, you were in the classic Hollywood area. Um, that was Hollywood Boulevard. That still exists pretty much as it was. And then once you passed over the arches into Animation Courtyard, you entered the actual production studio and back lot. And that was the real distinction between the two areas of the park. That has since kind of changed and, and um, reformatted over the years. Uh, when they changed the name back in 2008 to Disney's Hollywood Studios, they focused more uh, theming-wise on it being the things that you would see in Hollywood pop culture, such as attractions and shows based on radio, music, television, movies, and theming it all into that. Um, and now, moving forward, we're actually going to be stepping into those movies, stepping into those universes and lands and stuff like that. So let me just get this up here. I have a question for you guys, and that is currently, as it is right now, let's pretend the announcements that just took place at D23 Expo with Star Wars and Toy Story didn't exist what are your current thoughts on Hollywood Studios, and how do you approach going and visiting that park? Anybody? I try not to. <laughs> I, it's always been my least favorite park, and I don't know if that's because of because of uh, working there for so many years. You know what I mean? It's just kind of you you go to the ones that you spend the least amount of time in. But I just have never enjoyed the. I don't know. I'm just never into the stuff there. I feel like it has the least amount of stuff to do, and it just. I'm always so hot. I don't know. Like, <laughs> You're just generally hot. Yeah, I'm just always. Sweating. I really wish they would get rid of the um, "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids" playground. It's 
it's really easy to lose your children in there. It, it really <laughs> it is. is. It is. All the tunnels, and they're really short, and I'm kind of claustrophobic, and I don't want to go in there. And I think I've had at least two or three panic well, attacks from that playground. Yeah, the, the I, would, I would really like to see something changed there. <laughs> well, if if that changed, it would definitely have to be. I mean, let it, can be, it can related. still be a playground, yeah. but maybe let's make it a Toy Story playground, like yeah. with giant blocks and, you know, like the toys being bigger than the kids instead of the kids being bigger than the toys. I think that would be incredible. How how currently and in the recent and, you know, I have been to Hollywood years, Studios since last year. How is it for kids? <laughs> uh-huh. My kids, uh, we do Toy Story. We do the Tower of Terror. We might see the Bee and the Beast show, but... It's really not like it's not a park that I really enjoy taking them to. I think that's going to change. I mean, <laughs> the great movie ride. I mean, I'm sorry, but after you do that a couple of times, it's just kind of like, okay, there goes Tarzan again. <laughs> <laughs> we I were mean, we were over there the other day, and the line for great movie ride was very long. And I think the the only reason that it was as long as it was is because there's really not a whole lot. To do in the park. Well, anymore. it's that, and the line has gotten longer since the introduction of Fast Pass oh, Plus. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, Disney Junior Live is, is great, don't get right. me wrong, mm-hmm. but my kids are almost getting towards the end of their, you know, run with that. I mean, they're five and six years old. They're kind of leaning out of that now. When you have, oh, sorry, when you have a theme park where its main attractions for kids, other than the Honey Eye Shrunk the Kids Playground, are stage shows, mm-hmm. that, that really is their main attraction for young yeah. kids, toddlers. Um, that's a problem. <laughs> it it requires kids to sit down, stay, you know. Well, which I have to say, my kids love shows, especially because I mean they're brightly colored. First of all, Beauty and the Beast; those costumes are amazing. You cannot mm-hmm. deny that. And that's one of the first shows they ever watched where they were like, "Whoa!" and sat there and watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, but other they than also that, have like the Muppets, I mean, 3D, but, but it's three D. Ferris won't wear the glasses, so <laughs> it's like. Yeah pointless to see that because he's looking at like blurriness does he um not like um does he like lights motors action or no oh we don't go see that well (laughs) that can be loud and scary for some kids and he doesn't like loud noises so i would probably stay away from that no i well i mean that shows a one-time show i feel like one or twice it's not a indiana jones i mean really if i have to watch that ball roll again oh i might jump under it (laughs) I, i guess i'm gonna take the unpopular opinion then um as much as we all joke about it, and even I joke about it too. I, I still love going to Hollywood Studios. I think especially at night, some of the atmosphere at Hollywood Studios oh, is unparalleled yeah. to the other parks. Uh, especially walking down Sunset Boulevard and seeing sure. those lights on Tower of Terror and hearing those screams from down the street. I, there's so much to still love about Hollywood Studios. And from the annual pass holder that lives in Florida side. Yeah, I don't go there that often. And if I do, I might go ride one thing mm-hmm. and then walk around, take in, take it all in, and then leave. But if I was coming down here as a normal vacationer with my family and we were going for five days to a week, we'd still be hitting Hollywood Studios Absolutely. every time because it has this stuff like Fantasmic. Tower of Terror. Phantasmic, no. Not yeah, after I saw it. That's my favorite show. No, that just Even ruined here, it. But it's your favorite show? Yeah. It's my favorite nighttime. Well, that or spectacular uh, uh, Ep- <laughs> illuminations, but Epcot. I, I like that was one of my big draws to Hollywood Studios was Phantasmic. Like I could have watched that and any day. I'll, After, I, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Joe. I was gonna say, um, piggybacking on what Craig was saying, <clears throat> if I was here vacationing, I would do it 
if my tickets were park hoppers. Exactly. If my yeah. tickets were not park hoppers, if I just had, you know, one park one day or five days, but you stay in the same park, I would not touch Hollywood Studios. What would you replace it with? What would you double up on instead of Magic, going? Magic in? Kingdom is the obvious yeah. choice because you just, that's the park that needs the most yes. amount of days. Well, I'll tell you, looking at the boards, um, there's not so much a question because right now we're talking about Hollywood Studios as it is in its current um, state. There's not so much chatter about people saying I'd I'd skip Hollywood Studios over um, the other parks. In fact, more people said they'd rather skip Animal Kingdom than Hollywood Studios oh, currently. I and I know Kingdom. I have I opinions on that Kingdom. as well. I think you should always make time to go to <laughs> Animal Kingdom. But I see what you're saying in terms of if it was down to the pennies and you could only do a right. one-day park and you only had a certain amount of time. It's not a one-day park. It's not worth the, the price of the ticket um, for, the, for I, a one-day park. But if you have, if you can hop, it is worth it. There are things that are still worthwhile. I was just there with Ellie two days ago. We still had a great time. Tower of Terror, Rock and yep. Roller Coaster, great movie ride works for us. <laughs> Star Tours, yeah. On the occasion, we still do uh, Muppets 3D. There's still some things that are worthwhile there, but not not to the point where you're going to sacrifice something else for it. I, I disagree with the fact that it's not a full-day park still because uh, I'm doing this all from the perspective of whenever I used to came down here, come down here with my family, and that would include usually taking a break in the middle of the day for two or three hours. So if you get up, hit your big e-ticket attractions in the morning, the stuff you want to do, go back to the hotel for lunch, take a nap, whatever, and then go back at night to finish up everything else, maybe have dinner in the park too. Like, you're sa- you're stupid if you're going to Hollywood Studios and not eating at Brown Derby for mm-hmm. dinner. I mean, that's that's the best one of the best restaurants on Disney property in general. If you and, have the means to do that, you should yeah, definitely yeah. do that. And for Absolutely. fun, 50s Primetime, because yeah. that's yeah. just fun. They have really good restaurants there, I will say that. 50s yeah. Primetime and Sci-Fi are some of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Just, like all the parks. Too. You can yeah, make a fun. full day out of it if... You just if and if you're pushing yourself to be like I'm going to get everything done within five hours and then I'm done with it. Yeah, you're not going to make it a full day. So that's how I you... vacationed. <laughs> <laughs> but now we were over there the other day and we just basically walked around and enjoyed the atmosphere. We did one man's dream because I'm afraid you know that might not be around yeah. much longer. But I don't go to Hollywood Studios. I mean, I rode Tower of Terror once in my life only on a dare um <laughs> to me hollywood studios isn't so much about the ride it's the atmosphere and, and it's the shows yeah. and i'm afraid that when they start you know putting up all the construction walls people are going to stay away in droves well one of the things that uh has been in the discussion for like the last year or so has been you know, just the the general theming of Hollywood Studios. I actually wrote an article about it about a year ago. I'll try to put that in the show notes link of how it's just lost its way. Mm-hmm. And even with the lack of attractions or rides, I should say, um, versus the amount of shows, they never seemed to be able to cohesively bring this park together. And that should be an interesting topic when we talk about what's coming next for Hollywood Studios. And that's actually what I want to talk about now. Um, Craig, do you think you could actually just briefly fill us in on what the announcements were on D23 with Star Wars and Toy Story, the the lands and the attractions that are coming? Uh, there's Star Wars land coming, 
We don't know when. Uh, we know that it's going to expand the park, and we know that there's two attractions coming with that, and most likely Star Tours will stay and be a part of that. Then we know Toy Story Land's coming. There will be a Slinky Dog Coaster, as well <laughs> as a stupid spinning ride with the Green <laughs> Alien Men. And once again, we don't know when that's going to come and or exactly where it. it's going to go. The most, <laughs> the most important sentence that he said in that is, we don't know when it's going to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have made predictions on this show. I know uh, Pete on uh, our last show and previous shows has talked about you know the amount of money they're spending versus the amount of time it will take and comparing it to Universal. The truth of the matter is we have no clue. We can speculate maybe it'll be three years, four years. Do you think we that's a, I was a just good thinking idea? Harrison probably be like ten. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that's a good idea that they're not telling you? I've had clients ask mm. when this is going to happen so they can plan their vacation. Right. And I, you know, if they said summer of 2017, people would be banking yeah. on that. So is it I better that they're not saying it? It's after the 20s, not. I'm sure. <laughs> well, I can't remember how they released the information for New Fantasyland, but I feel like at a certain point, we got very clear ideas of when things were opening. And I know that that left me feeling like looking at my watch, counting down, like Mm -hmm. I cannot wait for this to be done because these construction walls in Fantasyland and the Magic Kingdom were driving me nuts. But at the same time, you knew when they were coming down. When you don't know, I think that makes it worse. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I mean, there's no way that they're not going to update people on their progress and like, you know, saying, okay, maybe this will be finished here or... You know, I and think when. the thing right now is but they just they want don't people to yet. focus on the opening of yeah. Avatar Land or Pandora, sorry, Pandora well, coming in 20, 2017. They have a lot of obstacles that they have to get over before they can even start construction. <laughs> I mean, they can start bulldozing some stuff and knocking down buildings, but uh, part of the whole process of expanding Hollywood Studios is expanding that parking lot and adding a new entrance into it. And so right now, all these road crews are over trying to fix the mess that is downtown Disney. Whenever that starts to wrap up, then I think we'll probably get an mm-hmm. idea of when Star Wars will have an announcement date. Because then all those road crews can move over and start trying to figure out how to get people in and park over mm-hmm. at Hollywood yeah. Studios. One of the things that was a question for me is... What is going away because of the construction? And as I was looking at all this stuff, I realized that in the grand scheme of things, they're not going to be taking a lot away in terms of the construction for both Star Wars and Toy Story. They're expanding a lot into areas that don't affect the guests. Um, Some of the things that we know and speculate that are going to be going away based on what they've announced and and what we've seen, you know, um, I think Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular is more than likely going away. And I don't know how much that is going to affect a normal guest's experience in terms of um, how they view the park. There's been a lot of speculation about other things changing here and, th- here and there throughout the park, but just in talking about what's going to be affected by construction, a lot of the Mickey Avenue stuff um, and the uh, animation courtyard. Uh, it's not Mickey Avenue anymore. I, I think it's safe to say, and as you've already mentioned <coughs> once and we've talked about it last week, anything that 
is considered a backstage look at how movies or television is made will be going away. Uh, so stuff like the stunt shows, obviously those are a backstage look at how it's doing. Anything that continues to immerse you in the environment that is their Hollywood, whatever they're going to end up calling it when the name change goes through, that's going to stay. Something like Sunset Boulevard, that's never, I mean, with Rock and Roller Coaster, yeah, it had that, well, this is a music studio, but they mm-hmm. can easily do away with that story yeah. and find a way to make it back more into an immersive feel, just like Tower of Terror already is, very immersive for that. Mm-hmm. I... So, yeah, anything, long story short, anything that's backstage look is going. Yeah. And and that only adds to a, co- a cohesive theme that we hope this park will mm-hmm. take. Um, my question is, with things going away over the next three or four years, and try to put yourself in the shoes of somebody who's coming down here for vacation maybe once, maybe once every two years, every year, how, how is that going to fit into your plans? How is that going to... How is Hollywood Studios when when all this construction, because you know that there's going to be construction walls going up and that could pose a problem in terms of traffic throughout the park and and the, the rides and attractions you're able to do. How does that affect you planning moving forward? I think it's going to be like downtown Disney was, that people at home that are doing their planning are, are going to look to people like us that say, hey, I was over there and everything in studios has got construction walls up, people are going to tend to not go to studios. If we go over to studios and we go, hey, they're handing out $5 bills as you walk <laughs> down the street, then, you know what I mean? They're not. People aren't going to know whether or not they should go there until we tell them, you know, because they're going to go, well, okay. And if, they, if there's like a ticket price increase, I think you're going to see people say, well, why would I spend $110 to go to studios yeah. because it's all under construction? I think there people out there are just waiting to see. If they've got favorite rides, I think they'll be there if they had right. to scale yeah. the walls. If they're not sure, then they'll just say, we'll skip it till next time. They just need to do what Jalen said. Make sure they have a park hopper. They have yep. a park hopper. And go nights. do the rides that you want to do there, like the big ones, the most popular ones that everybody wants to do, and then go somewhere yeah. else. And we've said it before. You can, we never recommend getting a one-day ticket for no. anything. No. Yeah. It's always get some sort of three or four or five, six, seven-day passes. So, Well, right, but you, know, you can get those without them being park hoppers. I, I know you can, yeah. but at the same time, I think, you know, I'd always say park hopper. Yeah. Never mm-hmm. just buy the seven-day ticket with no park hopping option. It's always nice to have that because plans change at the last second. And that is the best. accidents happen. (laughs) You can go to a park that has a lower attendance during the day, but if you're on property, still attend the magic hours in the park, the extra magic hours in whatever park that is relevant towards towards that day. Just just in case somebody's not able to afford the park hopper add-on and they only have a select number of days, we haven't seen any of this construction go down yet. No. But we do have both downtown Disney and new Fantasyland construction to base our opinions on what we think could potentially happen at Hollywood Studios. And I know, at least for downtown Disney, the one time I went while they were really deep in construction, I said, I'm not coming here again because it just wasn't worth the time and the effort. Now, your theory on giving updates on how things are going that lives under the pretense that 
things are going to change, things are going to open gradually, um, you know, and they'll they'll make progress throughout. Or is there going to be one big giant wall that says coming in 2020? Right. You know, right. we don't we don't know how they're going to do that. But yeah. you know, if like we go over and we say, well, it's really not too bad. You can still get the rock and roller coaster. You know, the uh, Tower of Terror. And people go, oh, well, that's what I was going there for anyway, so it makes no difference to me. If they hear that now there's no parking lot and you have to take a bus in, now that could affect, you know, we're just going to have to wait and see. I am going to speculate and hope that the fact that the former VP of Magic Kingdom is now at Hollywood, will be at Hollywood Studios, and is, is that correct? Did I get that right? Yeah, Phil Holmes is moving over to... right. To mm-hmm. oversee this change, I am going to hope and speculate that this will go smoothly yes. and that this will be okay yeah. in terms of the crowd that are there during the construction. Even if it doesn't, people still, I mean, if you are going for the very first time and you're afraid to see Hollywood Studios in the state that it's going to be in, uh, that's, you know, if you're going to skip it because of that, that's your call on that. If you come down three times a year, and you're thinking about skipping it, that's also admirable. But if you only come down once a year or, you know, once every other year, don't skip the park just because there's construction yeah. going on. You're you're just you're really going to bring your vacation down yeah. by doing that. And don't that. exclude the people that may only come here once every five years, once yeah. every yeah. ten years, once in a lifetime. They want to do it. You know, I mean, don't skip that park if this is going to be like your yeah. only trip for a really long time. Because at the end of the day... They, these construction projects haven't ruined my experience on anything, and I don't no. think this one will either. Sometimes you may have to take a longer way to get somewhere because right. of a wall, but hey, it's just more steps on your Fitbit. The, the, the thing <laughs> when we were when we were there the other day that I wanted to go, and I mentioned this was to see One Man's Dream. Um, it, it struck me. I've been in there. I can't tell you how many times. Um, it's sort of like where the geeks go to yeah. say it nicely but okay. there was an enthusiasm in there the other day that it, it just struck me okay now it it struck me that um, people were <laughs> um, that people were explaining to Disney World to their kids and it and I felt sad that that could go away that we're missing we're gonna possibly lose the you know the the legacy of walt disney and the parks and you know not everybody sits down like i did and started crying when the movie started to play um i did my best Teresa eccles but you know (laughs) it it just struck me how many people i don't know if i'd never noticed it before that all of a sudden it became important for families to tell their children about walt disney and how this all happened i really hope with one man's dream because i can all but guarantee that it's going away in a very permanent way they've already taken out walt's office to preserve it and take it somewhere else i can only hope that they move it to a better location Mm -hmm. because at the time when they built it that was the location that made the most sense it's it's part of production it's part of understanding the backstory of things that's great they need to move that to the magic kingdom they 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 have so much space in like town square and places like that that they could put something somewhere in epcot there's plenty of buildings there that have nothing in them right they need to move it to a more foot-trafficked area that I think you'd see that theater fill up mm-hmm. more often. And I hope that that comes as a result to this, because that could be a positive one man's change. dream instead of Captain EO? Uh, Julie, I, mean, <laughs> I will fight you on this one. <laughs> Don't knock Captain EO. <laughs> 
Uh, I was going to quote the. You know, the other song. thing I noticed in, in another part of me, a cast member friend works. I don't know what that store is. It an Art of Disney that's back in the animation building? It, now, yeah. Okay, that just closed the other day. Mm-hmm. Is that signaling? Anything because it seems to me the last well obviously the last thing you shut down is the gift shop, but <laughs> yeah, you know, they, if they're not going to use that building for a while and that's part of the what is it the Star Wars landing building or that, the launch bay yeah, yeah the, okay yeah. are they planning on doing something in there fairly quickly that they close the gift yeah, shop I think that I think that building is going to be a very a temporary Star Wars fixture with well with the launch bay it's not just that they're promoting the upcoming land they are selling merchandise and food items in there too so it's they're going to have to start getting that out of the way so they can build a themed Star Wars shop for more merchandise so that's probably going to be the first thing yeah. we see but eventually that portion that's probably going to be absolved into part of Toy Story Land, the uh, the animation courtyard. Okay. Um, so th- there's a lot of things changing, going away. You know, Voyage of the Little Mermaid will probably go away at some point with some of this. Maybe, I don't know. But how does this construction affect you, Julie, and, and you, JL, and even you, Kathy, with young grandchildren in terms of visiting the park's with kids i mean how do you approach hollywood studios now versus what you're looking forward to in the future with construction going on well we never i never take my grandkids to studios because i don't really think other than the stage show that it's it's the least i mean we go there the least i would say for sure but like i said we do the things that we know they like and that's it like Mm -hmm. that's not going to change unless they close those things you know like you said if ariel's gonna go away are they gonna take disney junior live away like i think i don't know Mine are a little bit older, and it's still a very enjoyable experience. Like I said, I was just there with Ellie two days ago. We had a great time. She's getting down to, uh, you know, their little dance parties that they have in the middle there with yeah. DJ Chill right now with the Frozen Party and yeah. you know, Craig seeing like that it. for the first time. <laughs> I understand <laughs> that the twenty-something males in the room don't appreciate it, but my daughter did. Oh, I understand that people who like good music, <laughs> yeah. how do they sit through that garbage? <laughs> It's all about bouncing around and having fun. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't. I'm doing it for the first time. It in a doesn't weeks, actually. So. You know. <laughs> it hasn't actually affected our experience. I don't think that the construction will affect our experience either, because, like you said, the things it hasn't that, before. Yeah, and the things that they're taking, they'll be taking away right now, are still not the headliner attractions yeah. that we go there for yeah. in the first place. So, how do you guys, um, how do you guys look forward to this? Uh, what are your thoughts not only on what's been announced, but what you'd like to see maybe fit into the theme of Hollywood Studios that we're we're moving in this direction now? I just don't get it. Like I don't understand how they're going to rename this park. Like what's it going to be called? That Toy is... Wars Land. Like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Toy Wars. Starring Robin Williams. Oh wait. So yeah, uh, no. um, that's I'm the most excited about Toy Story. Everybody knows I'm not a Star Wars fan. Sorry. Write me letters. Whatever. I'm never going to be a lover of that. Um, but the Toy Story Land portion of it, I'm super excited. Well, I know that your kids especially love Toy Story. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so. I think most kids love Toy Story. Most and adults! Hello! Hello. <laughs> what up? And uh, I think that this is definitely going to change this park in a good way mm-hmm. for kids. Yeah. yeah, I just don't get the theme. Like, that's the thing that gets me well, the most. I'm, that's what I... Is it going to be? end up being like Lands? A, like a Magic collection, Kingdom? Yeah, a collection of different m- movie lands? Maybe. 
Well, I think Craig like specific <laughs> movies. <laughs> well, no, like specific yeah. movies. Like here's the Star Wars franchise. Here's the Toy Story franchise. Here's the Indiana Jones franchise. Here's whatever. I I know we can't do Marvel, but this is the only thing popping in my head yeah. at the moment. Yeah. You know, like that, a collection of movie land. I think Craig hit it on the head when he said that it's not about the production anymore. No. It's about jumping into those worlds, into that experience. And I think I think actually, I'm strangely enough, Great Movie Ride <laughs> is the poster child for this. Mm-hmm. True. It, yeah. it's, it's, you know, you get a little glimpse of what not necessarily the backstage of the production is, but what Hollywood is like. Mm-hmm. And then you jump into those stories. You jump into those movies. Sure, you're in the middle of Munchkinland when yeah. the yeah. Wicked Witch comes Expand out. Expand that out into the park. We could do some more yeah. movies that are, you know, well known, and you know, maybe expand that to include different movies. Oh, I'm and sure And keep they the will. same ones, and not necessarily change them. Mm-hmm. But it would be nice to see some other ones included that are. Just as well known, you know? Yeah. I just think it's going to be weird if we're only sticking with the main two. I mean, I hope there's some something else that comes in. If we have <coughs> Star Wars Land and Toy Story Land, and then the rest of it doesn't. Yeah. I, I don't. That just feels weird if the rest of whatever they do doesn't hit the themes of the two major lands that they're going to be having. Well, there's going to be more. It's just, yeah. they, it's baby steps. They can't. No, well, and that's that, that's fine. I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Hypothetically, though, um, knowing knowing Disney, even though Hollywood Studios has kind of had an identity crisis for the last ten years, <laughs> um, knowing Disney going into these major projects, I think they will find a way to theme it all together to really mm-hmm. connect it. Look at what they did with Cars Land mm-hmm. in um, uh, California Adventure. Mm-hmm. Technically, that's not even really in California. That's like in like New Mexico or Arizona or something mm-hmm. like that. But they found a way to incorporate that in their park and really sell the theming throughout. And I think they're going to do the same thing here in Hollywood Series. Now, with what Craig said, they're not done yet. Yeah. I think that whole middle portion of the park where you have um, the, the, uh, the, the back lot, I mean the um, New York Street in San Francisco, I think Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and the Muppets uh, Plaza with... You know all that stuff in there. That'll probably get a facelift at some point too. I, I think it's going to be a while. I would be so happy for a Muppets Land. That would um, be fun. But I think this is going They're to coming be coming back to TV. <laughs> hey, yeah, I can't wait for that. Um, I think this is going to be a theme park based on you know big movie fantasy worlds that have been created, diving into those stories, and that's what. This park could be about. I think it could work. Universal theme parks. It does sound like. I thought about Fievel, the giant book. (laughs) (laughs) But then again, you know, you learn from uh, you learn from who's doing it right. Iron sharpens iron. What? You know, or metal sharpens metal. I don't know. Oh, I thought you were saying. I thought you were saying a name. (laughs) Jeremy Irons sharpens iron. (laughs) I am Jeremy Irons. I'm looking forward to seeing it because. With you know what's going on over at Universal, I think it's time for Disney to have their moment in the sun, and you know they've got high expectations for this. But I'm looking forward to going to like Star Wars Land because you know I still haven't really gotten the thing. I want Disney to tell me, envelop me in the whole Star Wars thing, and I think when it's done, everybody. If you hadn't been a fan before. You know, hopefully this will make you get into it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, hey, Force take a look at Cars Land. I 
thought Cars were the worst Pixar movies. I'm still not sure I'm convinced on changing my opinion on that. However, it really got me into the universe that they created mm-hmm. for Cars, both movies. Yeah. And, and an appreciation of the details that were in right. those movies exactly. that I never appreciated before I stepped foot into Cars Land. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm very glad that they were able to bring that out and, and do it in a grounded, real way that I hope that they're able to do with Star Wars and with Toy Story. I know that those are a little more fantastical right. than, um, than Cars is, other than the fact that there's talking cars. Um, but I'm, I'm really excited to see what a Disney, a group of Disney Imagineers can do with really incredible universes that have been created. Mm-hmm. Even when it comes to Toy Story, you, ha- the, you have no limits. You can make oversized, giant, you know, anything right. that you want. And it's just so cool to me, and I cannot wait to see this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, does anybody else have anything they want to throw in before we wrap up about Hollywood Studios, where it's been, where we want to see it go, how we're feeling about all the changes that are coming? Good. Mm. good. I'm, feeling, I'm feeling good. Generally good. Good. All right. Well, I'm going to wrap it up here. Um, so that's, that's our discussion on Hollywood Studios. Like Kathy said, I guarantee you we will keep you updated <laughs> on everything that's going on over however long it takes. And uh, we're all really excited to see what happens. So that's going to do it for our show this week. We hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you next week with another episode of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for watching, everyone. And remember, I don't have a catchphrase. <laughs>